0: Um, so that was the introduction that I gave, but I only met Nathan face to face recently when we both went on the amazing influencer campaign to Portugal with Laura, which she explained to you earlier. So. Um, Oh, if anybody was following, they will know the drama. I get very seasick. He was rubbing my back, never met him in my life, and he wouldn't leave me alone. Thought he was doing a good thing, and I was like, No, no, please leave me. But um, that was a connection we will never forget. We're friends for life, right?
1: The last time I was sitting this close to you, you weren't being second. I was rubbing your back. Yes, so. he was,
0: and there was a hole in the bag.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I was like, don't be sick on me, just be sick on the bag, Carly.
0: Yes, you, th- no, your exact words were I'm sorry, I didn't plan to talk about all this. Oh, fill your boots, Carly. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Fill the bag.
0: I fill yeah. the bag. <laughs> So anyway, he is the man, he's here today and you know, I knew you were gonna love this uh, conversation because Nathan is very open about his journey and how this has all happened and we all wanna hear the crack. He's also the king of slow cookers. Anybody who doesn't have a slow cooker, you need to follow him or an air Welcome to the Dig Podcast Series I can't believe I'm even saying that. Time is going so quickly. I am your host, Caroline O'Neill. And if you've recently found The Dig Podcast, it means you're ready to embrace the challenging yet rewarding world of business. I'm not afraid to ask those entrepreneurs, leaders and visionaries just how they have achieved that success. We need to know. So join me as we are challenged and inspired on The Dig Podcast. If you enjoy an episode, please remember to screenshot and share on social, tagging Dig for Success, so we can connect and I can reshare. So, Nathan, I give an introduction to you there, but I don't feel like it. Did you just just tell us how did this all start?
1: So I've always had a passion for food, and I love food as well. And I would always cook at home, so I don't come from a food or nutrition, or I'm not a, I'm not a dietitian. And um, so I think that's kind of just why it's a wee bit more relatable. I, I don't come from that background. So in March 2020, I set up an Instagram account. It was actually called Board of Lunch Belfast, and um, so it wasn't Board of Lunch. It was very location specific, and it was just like me as just putting up pictures of food and videos of restaurants and whatnot and then obviously it was the bulk buying stage of, of the pandemic where people completely lost the plot and um, it was bulk buying everything, trolley loads of t- tinned food, trolley loads of toilet roll and I was like this is, this is mad so maybe if I was posting recipes and, and stuff like that people might get on board with it so um, it was friends and stuff was encouraging me Do you know you're always on your own Instagram and your own Snapchat you're always adding photos of food and what you're cooking and why didn't I just chuck it onto like an Instagram platform? So that's what I did. Um, But the the catalyst in it was when I was in Tesco's during that bulk buying stage of the pandemic and the fresh fruit and veg aisle was completely full. But when I went down the tinned aisle, there was a a really elderly man and he just looked so distressed because there was completely nothing on the shelves. And I just thought, like, why is like my generation of people that can cook, why are they not cooking? Maybe if I posted recipes or ideas, it would give people inspo to get away from the tin food and let it be for people who maybe need it more, but more vulnerable and um, just, yeah, just just go for it. So, you know, just, I always said, you know, just, like, fill your boots, Caroline, and just, uh, you know, if you're passionate about BrickLane or something, you know, there's no reason why you can't create a TikTok or an Instagram account on BrickLane. There is an Instagram account and a TikTok for everything, and you have to come over that bar and what will pay what will people think? Just to hell with it. Just run with it and set the account up, and there you go.
0: Yes. Yeah, so I would say most of the people in here are there. They're on social, and... You know they're maybe not seeing the rewards so they're looking at someone like you, you started in March 2020 and saying I hate him like I've been doing this for 10 years and I have only got 2,000 so where how quickly did you see the growth and why do you think that was because that's the secret sauce we need to know
1: yeah I think we're we are always our own worst critic and we want instant success but for me it, it wasn't an instant success it was I set it up in February or March and it took me about three or four months and I got to 10,000 in three or four months which is, which is a lot in, in a short space of time and in my first year of having the account, I had thirty thousand, um, and so it wasn't this huge, big thing that just that just happened overnight. It was gradual, and um, so in January of this year, I had a um, hundred thousand on my Instagram. So since then, it's now up three hundred, so it's completely snowballed again. So it's not.
0: Woo! Um, yes! <laughs> big round of applause! Like he's saying, that's not much a world, like.
2: But
1: what the hell? And that's what I'm saying, you know, we're always our own worst critic, I'm saying, you know, why is this not working? You just have to persevere and just keep on going and I think cross pollinate across different platforms. So using Facebook and using TikTok and using Instagram as well. So that's where I find growth to me um Instagram is coming from other platforms as well. So it's, it's, it's omnichannel now, there's, there's, you know, there's people are using other platforms and, and coming into. Instagram and you yes. know they're finding me on, on different sites, um, and I think where I went up was um, I was bored of lunch Belfast, and I thought you know what people are not just bored of lunch in Belfast like there's people everywhere is going to be bored of lunch, so I just dropped the Belfast, and then I th- that's kind of where it started to take off as well. Mm. I think video content is also key, you know, the market and, and people who consume social media are hyper demanding of video content and. Everything that I do, I do it on my phone. So there's nobody here today that can't do, you know, video content because I do it on my phone. And if somebody had handed me a phone two years ago and said, "Can you do a reel?" I'd have said, "What? <laughs> like, no." So you just have to go on that journey of self-discovery. Do a little test. Try everything, but video content is is key.
0: Yes, and you, when me, me and you were talking the site about what we were going to talk about on the podcast today, you talked about the reason why you think your growth was so big. And I know you say it wasn't, but believe me, we're sitting here. It was um, one year out to have that is unbelievable. It was because you stuck to one journey, your niche. Talk about that. Because yeah. I think as business owners and people here, we're trying to be all things to everybody and cover all the content and be the creator and the jump into the clothes rail and the educator. But what, what do you think? Why was that, you know what we talked about
1: yeah so i think it's very important to and um, don't ever silo yourself into one thing like if you come onto my instagram or my socials you'll expect an RFR and you'll expect a slow cooker but that's not exclusive that's not all that i do but it should be about 80% of my content oh my god was that me that was you was it me yeah
0: no we am not was it <laughs>
1: Um, I do
0: not know what that was, but it's making
1: us all set up straight. So, yeah, so, you know, pick pick a a niche that you want to focus on. So when I was looking at bigger food accounts, and I think it's very important to network with other accounts and share other accounts as well, you know, and learn from them. And like, there's no reason why other content creators can't interact with other content creators and say, can you help me? Like, you know, I asked other people to help me and say, how do I create a video? And what do you use? And what, like, apps do you use? And you just have to just go on that journey but um, so don't ever silo yourself but pick a niche. so like some of the biggest accounts that I follow say Jean's Patisserie if I go on there I expect bacon content I expect cakes um, and I try and think of it in the real world so like if my Instagram account said Board of Lunch was a restaurant and you would come in and you, you would expect Thing you would expect a slow cooker and the go, you'd expect an air fryer in the go. If there was a cake stand, you'd be like, This is a wee bit confusing, I don't know what I'm coming in here for. So, you know, if you're a baking account, you know, beck and tr- but don't sell yourself. You can do the odd bit of content and something else, but I think pick a niche, and your shop window has to tell your followers what they're coming in for to know what is your USP and mine is at the moment it's calorie focused food and um, it's food that um, lets me manage my corporate job so slow cooker or fryer and people expect that from me and that's mm-hmm. why they're there.
0: Mm-hmm. And um, I'm always trying to bring it back to everybody who's sitting in front of me so we all started our businesses because we knew what we were good at. Like. Majala loves finance, I mentioned Majala because we be have talking to her this morning. You, know, you need to focus on your way, tell the people and don't be ashamed of it and use your platform to do that. So I suppose that's your niche is what you're good at and stick to that and don't you know try to be all things to everybody so I suppose that's why everybody comes to you because they know the slow kicker and a slow kicker is on real like yeah. isn't
1: it yeah it's it's me. far like, people yeah, learn to get one you have to get one but they're like 20 pounds so what are you going to lose I know, uh, I know i know honestly I know, it's so good yeah, yeah it just means like in the morning like i can prepare stuff go to work come back and then the calories and stuff as well obviously mm. using it is good but that way so and it works for me um, I'm not convinced for, about the
0: airfare yeah. thing yet mate.
1: I will get you on board Karen I know and no, I, I just think house, yeah.
0: I do not need another contraption on the yeah, no, no, tab, no,
1: no. Do you? <laughs> you do you do you need to get no, one but yeah. like,
0: so what's the difference in an oven than an airfare
1: well do you know an oven do you know I haven't used my oven from I would say Christmas, but, it's, a Christmas what, but that's
0: not fair the, the oven's there way you know I don't understand
1: because it blasts hotter in all round that food. It nearly fries it, it blows the, like you could put in a couple of sprays of oil and it blows that mist all around that basket. Quicker Well, quicker, yes. Yeah. So like you cook a chicken breast in the oven for 30, 35 minutes, um, but in the air it will take you 17, so. Right. You know
0: what okay. I mean? Okay. You should be on <laughs> <laughs> a mission for airfryer. Me I know mummy sitting down there going, well, maybe we should get one with your daddy. I like think. Okay, so <laughs> that's the airfryer sort of. So how? So you're obviously Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. And we're going to talk about these, but how important? So people put out their content on social and perhaps forget about the captions. Yeah. It's really, really important. So talk about that. That's the copy that goes underneath your um, Instagram posts and your Facebook posts, your LinkedIn, whatever. So how important is that? The
1: captions are really, really important. So like for me, when I post a video, I'll always tell the story of what's in that video below. Do you know, here I'm using, you know, a Ninja or a Fryer. Here's the recipe below, but I'm thinking for some of the businesses that are here today, you know, people consume a video really, really quickly and they don't want to have to keep on watching it over and over and over again to get the message. So they want to scroll down and say, right, that video was great, but I want to see what other golden nuggets are below here that I can take a screenshot of or digest it maybe without having to watch the video over and over. So it's very, very important. And then obviously your hashtags and stuff as well is, is very, very key, but like, you know, if I like for some of the, the kids boutiques and the fashion brands here, do you know if you're doing a reel on kids clothes, like you should put the description in that video of what that, um, what, what clothes is in that video? So this is from our X, Y, and Z range. I don't know fashion by the way. Um, yes, like, you do. Uh, Look, at uh, it. Look at the Look at the that's day. Day, Yeah. Hello, Celine. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. So the captions are important. Some people forget that they just post it and run on. But yeah. you're telling the story of your brand and your business within each thing that you write on social. So yeah. um, hashtags. So I know we talked about this in the, on, on the phone whenever we were preparing. So hash, how important are they? What what way do you do that? Because people find that hard to
1: navigate. really understand that. Mm-hmm. So for me, and this is just my experience, and Matt's probably going to say he's taught, he he doesn't know. <laughs> this is just my <laughs> Matt, experience. You can so, so yeah, you can it, right? <laughs> so like anything that I said, you know, just take it with a pinch of salt. This is my experience, and I use the platforms, but I, I don't come from that strategic marketing background. So for me, well, he's got three hundred. Uh, so go all right, and okay. <laughs> um, so. Hashtags, I see them similar as a Google search. So if I put up a video of a a burger and I put in hashtag burger recipe, if someone went into Instagram and searched burger recipes, like there's a chance that my video or my picture will come up. Um, So like if you post it into Google's burger recipe, like stuff will come up. So it's very similar. And if you're following that hashtag, it will come up and you could be at the top of that hashtag like there's, there's some things pop up and there there's new pages that I find only through hashtags um, and people I done a, a poll on my stories to say you know can I just check to you know how you find the Board of Lunch social you know was it through a TikTok was it through word of mouth and um, how do you find my page and some of them said hashtags so hashtag is very very important i think and um, different on so tiktok you were uh, very you, the the character count was a lot lower so you couldn't use as many ha- hashtags but on instagram i just think you know as many as you want get it into the caption and um, i think that the content manager for instagram says you know you don't need to put it into the the comment section you can put it into the caption as well so i put mine into the caption um but you know as a litmus test, you know, I always say try things, everything's trial and error. You know. Nothing's ever gonna go wrong. There's gonna be no backlash or nothing that can happen from you doing something and saying, Well, it didn't work, I'll do something different. Just try it. And if it didn't work, try something different. And you know, me and Matt was chatting last night, and he said, you know, some of his friends that are content creators they. Post a hundred videos on TikTok to get one barrel video. So you have to keep going. And like I do use some old content as well. So you don't need to exhaust yourself and work crazy, crazy hours. I need a new video. I need a new video. So at the moment I am working crazy hours and I'm really struggling to get near content. And I'm using old content and it's still getting engagement and it's still getting me followers. So I think as business owners, try not to put too much pressure on yourself. New content is great. But don't forget about those nuggets that you have on down your grid that your new followers might not have seen. Do you mean
0: resharing that to your stories and and introducing it as a new content to the new people?
1: Not even that. So, like, I would go into my reels and um, literally download it as a reel and post it again as a a brand new reel. And you can use websites, you know, you can use sites to remove the the logo from reels or from TikTok. Um, from my experience as well, if you post a TikTok video on Instagram, and the, the content manager might say and said, you know, we will cripple people's reach on Instagram if you're posting TikTok content. So, my experience of that is I, I tend not to. So, you can use websites, you know, just type into Google remove um, TikTok watermark on videos and even your your reels as well and post it as, as a new reel. Okay. Um, and as well as that, we were chatting earlier on about people are, are, are overthinking it and going into TikTok and creating a video, going into Instagram and creating a video and then maybe doing something different for Facebook. I create all my videos in one app and chuck it onto all three platforms, hope for the best obviously, um, but you, know, do, you don't need to create three different videos for three different platforms. Create it in one app. You can use InShot, you can use Splice, you can use um, iMovie. And then just use the, the one video for each of the platforms so i think you know people are saying i never i i go into tiktok and i make a tiktok and then i go into reels and i make a reels so you know hopefully that maybe helps some people that's yeah, been doing then that they're
0: getting burnt out exhausted and they leave it and never touch it again because they're yeah. horrified by the amount of yeah. yeah. yes. so yes so, so that's a good tip and um, i suppose there'll be a lot of digital marketers in the room their toes are curling up because we're saying don't create different types of content for different platforms but <laughs> You have to be realistic too about time for business owners and I have found that that hasn't worked against me and it hasn't worked against you uh-huh. and we're feeding our audience and the different platforms and you know can figure out what works and it might work for everyone. For me it does and for Matt it does so um, we can't exhaust ourselves. The hashtag thing, a little tip, um, Matt and I talked about this, what I do with hashtags, the generic ones that I want to be found for. I post those, the same, underneath each one. And I save those in the notes on my phone so that I don't have to type those in every single time. So when I do a post on social, I go into the notes, pick those generic ones, copy and paste them under the post, and then I make extra ones relevant to the thing that I'm posting. So if I was putting up a picture today of the podcast, I put up all the podcast ones. But if it was a main math, I'd put up all the podcast ones and then I'd do hashtag boring yep. lunch, hashtag yep. air fryer, <laughs> uh, hashtag need to get one, um, all of those to make it relevant to that person. So there is ways of making that weed process easier because when I talk about hashtags to people, they're like, oh, can't be bothered, so hard. Yes, it is hard. It is hard. But if you want to find organic, People like Nathan gets this is another way that you can get in front of your audience. So that's the hashtag thing cleared up.
1: You can also put just like similar to what you do, Caroline. Just put a, 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 a in your notes in your eyes and iPhone, and um, just like all your hashtags and just copy paste it into, into the video do you know don't be sitting on the platform saying oh i need to think of more hashtags copy and paste and you know you could have a, a couple of different notes and say all right you know that'll be for my my kids fashion uh, content do you know there's all the hashtags then there's one for my men's fashion and then put that on you know so don't, you need to think of shortcuts to try and make yes. the most of your time because, as business owners, you probably work crazy, crazy hours. So, try and think on how you can make it easier for yourself. I um, think
0: you're gay, Moserhi, what do you call him? Uh, Instagram?
1: Yes, that's who I'm talking about. Talking yes. about him? Yes. He's yeah, great. I couldn't think so, of
0: his name. For anybody who doesn't know him, what's his handle? At M-O-S-S-S-E-R-I. I? Can't. So, I I'll put him in the show notes and I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll try and put it up on our socials later. He's the <laughs> What is he, the creator of Instagram? I think he's
1: he's the head. Matt, you might know. Matt, the
0: the head of Instagram has its own social media Instagram account and he's on there all the time giving you tips and tricks about how to navigate through this minefield so he's brilliant he did say that it's kind of spammy when you copy paste every single one to try and mix it up a wee bit and that's why I try to change the few hashtags on each post but don't want to spend too much time on hashtags It means so much to me to have a partner for the podcast which has the same values and mission as me and that's definitely the case for our partner Evolve. I want you to listen to their mission and how they can help you grow as an entrepreneur.
2: Evolve is a community for female entrepreneurs and leaders across the island of Ireland that has been created and funded by Taras's Enterprises, who believe passionately in business for good. Evolve's mission is to enable you to step into your power and realize your full potential by inspiring you, educating connecting, and as part of the Evolve community, you will be part of the movement to lift women up and achieve true equality of opportunity. The Evolve Academy will provide a series of face-to-face masterclasses and mentoring. The Evolve Trailblazers and Founders series tell the stories of inspiring women who are paving the way. And the Evolve Library is your first stop online hub, providing a packed resource library to progress your entrepreneurial or leadership journey. Join our community today on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook or Twitter and at evolvewomen.org. Applications are now open for the very first intake of the Evolve Academy. Take the opportunity today to realise your full potential. Evolve, empowering women to be women of power. Rarely show your face, which is a big shame because
0: you are very handsome. Um, and okay. you rarely show your face. Are you but, on to me, no, are you? no, we, no, no. We We've <laughs> already had this conversation on is. Stein, what is. Um, You rarely show your face on social, but your following is huge and your engagement is huge. This is a great confidence booster for people who are listening who absolutely freak out that they think they have to be the blogger, the you know, I feel so bad if you feel like I'm not talking to you it's over here, but the person that's doing all the time it
1: doesn't need to be that can you talk about that for us yeah so for me and I'll be completely honest with everybody in the room social media doesn't come natural to me at all and um, so for me holding a phone up to my face and talking like it just I don't know it's, it's hard for me and I think it might be because I'm a man like you don't see many men holding a phone up to their face and I think for women coming on they can talk about oh I got my hair done here today I got them wearing this lipstick or whatever like I'm gonna come on and say I have stuff in the air for our hairs. you know I don't know <laughs> what to say and um, yeah so like like it just it just doesn't come natural to me but you know I do do it at times and people come on and message it and say you know what it was so nice to see you and we love having you on and some brands said you know we want you in the video and, and we want you Front and center of the content. So, um, and I don't come from a marketing background at all. Um, so I struggle with it, but you have to do it. Um, but you don't have to put yourself out there, you know. Like there's some of the biggest accounts that I follow, and there's no face behind it, and it's just content and and consuming. I mean, I don't even know who runs this account, but I love their I love their content and like do you know who the CEO or the face of River Island, who runs it, no you don't, you follow them for their content and their reels and who's wearing their their clothes and their content you know so you, you can go on but like don't make it hard for yourself you, you don't have to obviously it's nice to show a face and it's nice to put a face behind a brand and people can relate to it and I do have my face on there and I try to come on. But it doesn't come natural to me. Um so
0: And you wouldn't think that, wouldn't you not? When he's sitting up here, he's so good at talking to everybody. But I suppose as like a lot of us, face to face is no bother. But you put the camera on and people crumble and I understand that there, it's not flipping easy, but there is a way to get your brand message out there and represent yourself without being the influencer or the blogger that people are afraid they need to be. So it's about exploring those ways, connecting with people, trying to find out, listening to people like Matt, seeing how engaging his videos are without him ever seeing. You keep
1: calling me Matt.
0: Caroline. Sorry,
1: Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> I said, i will not coming back I'm for the I'm not next to
0: <laughs> For everybody on the audio, I'm thinking about the people who are going to be listening to this in weeks <laughs> Matt was the previous speaker, Uh, and we keep referring back to him, he's right in front of us here, but Nathan is my man right in front of me here, sorry. Matt, you're going to get some of my followers
2: out
0: of this, I don't know, you're a freak. Um, So now you're really streaming, okay, what advice? Nathan, would you give to the audience? Um, so we've written down. I've written down a few wee things that we talked about, like strategy, yeah. when, when. Yes.
1: So I think um, you know, try and be strategic about when you post. So to give you an example, and I'll, I'll give two examples. So for me, when I post on food content, I know that people are hungry at eleven and four, and later on in the evening, or when they're hungover on a Sunday morning, laying in bed dying. So I know if I post then, I'm going to get interaction and I'm going to get engagement. So if it was a fashion brand, you know, when do people People most likely buy clothes it's going to be 8 in the evening laying sofa after your dinner and a mad day looking after kids or whatever you have on and um, they'll probably scroll down so like think of the golden hour and I can tell within 15 minutes of posting a video if it's going to go viral on Either platform, I can tell straight away. So I think you need to really strategize and think about when you post and you know try different times, you know. Don't just think, oh, this is my best slot and I'm only gonna post at this time. You know, try different slots and different days and you know, try and put yourself in the customer's shoes, you know, when would your customer most likely be on your page and and, and try it? But everything's a litmus test, you know. I find with Tiktok I don't go viral until 48, 48 hours after I post. Um, Let's talk about Tiktok. Yeah. Dun, we'll talk about
0: dun, dun. Dun. <laughs> and Cara's going to be up next and she's going to educate us all, but Tiktok, tell me about your experience on the platform. You know, loads of people scare the life out of them, I think it scares me too, so tell me about it.
1: So, I set my TikTok up in uh, summer last year. So, it was actually about a year after I set up the Instagram account. And you know, I didn't really use it that much. And I was chucking videos onto it and I was hoping for the best. And I was like, why am I not going viral? And I was creating videos in talk, TikTok at the time. I wasn't trying to manage my time best by using you know the one, the one site that we were talking about. And I was out with uh, another content creator and they said, you know, why are you not posting your TikTok? And I just went home with this mindset and I, I just said, Do you know what? I know. That my next video is going to be viral. If I have to put my family's head in that slow cooker or fryer, I will. I will do it. If I want to go viral, I will. And I just had it in my head. I just, I just, I was like I'm, I'm going to do it. I know for a fact my next video is going to be a million. And you know, a focus. You know, a Chandler in the head. I says I can do this. I am going to crack this platform. And uh, 48 hours later, it had two million. So you know, it's just you have to get it into your head. And you know, really beat yourself up and just say I can do this and I will crack this platform you know by hook or by crook and I'll try different videos and with TikTok you don't get punished for posting video after video after video after video post as many times as you want and as Matt said you know some of his friends you know they create a hundred videos and you know they might go viral in one you know it will happen and just go for it. TikTok is a base, like just to put it in perspective, like you know, you can get followed by anywhere. Like it's a mad platform, but the reach is phenomenal. And the brands that have found me on TikTok and um, that I've been able to work with, um has offered me so many opportunities. So if you're not on TikTok, get on it. Like there's, I follow a woman who's in the Holocaust. Like you know, like you know, like there's accounts for everything on TikTok. You know, if you're a physiotherapist, you know, show transformation journeys. Like a quick thirty second video. You know, like audios. How did I go from this? Like maybe someone like in a really bad injured position to this, and then oh, she's run, she's run about the room now. You know, so just like yes, there is yes, a yes. there's a way. There's a way on there. Like if you go in and search hashtag. Physio on TikTok, you'll see all these other physiotherapists posting content and it'll give you inspiration from other like-minded content creators and it's a it's a fantastic platform and you, you should really get onto it.
0: Yeah, and I suppose like if you strip it all back, that's really about the content at the start. So that physiotherapy journey, I really like that, Nathan. So <laughs> so, so so like there's corporates in the room, there's people thinking, oh, I just don't see my place there, but they use that in Nathan's story of showing the transformation journey. That is one piece of content. Which which can then be used across all the platforms. So you focus on the content first, and then you distribute it out as you see fit on all the different places. So that's really, really interesting. Maybe um, we're all going to try and embrace it.
1: So Tess did pop up my TikTok. Look at the day, <laughs> yeah, and I said, "There she is, yeah."
0: Uh, yeah, she's, so. she's going to go viral. <laughs> um, so yes, before we end, I want to know what's your most popular recipe ever, and we're all going to make it tonight.
1: Um, it's obviously not healthy it's um, probably a prawn pill pill loads of oil, prawns, chilli paprika, garlic, throw your prawns in loads of crusty bread and just mop up all that fatty oil unreal. that's probably it to be honest yeah. so, so will you
0: share that on your stories when you get down to your thing and then everybody's going to follow you yeah, and get in yeah. for their dinner yeah. tonight or over the weekend um, so isn't, it unreal? isn't that on our night <laughs> <laughs> you're know, so, you know, not you know, being back. I, I know. <laughs> I think I'm not nervous, but actually I actually am when I'm coming out with things like that. But um Nathan is uh, thank you so much. I know you've never done anything like this before, but my God, you're made for to be on the stage. No,
1: like this doesn't come naturally to me either. I was sitting out there and uh, Laura was sitting, you know, you know, think of your you know, manifest it, you know, you know, let's let's beef you up as extra. Well the thing is, you know, I'm talking about what I've done, so it's stuff that's I'm not telling any lies, so.
0: Yeah, it's very um, partial to bringing out trays of Zambuca, um, and when there's only 10 people bringing out a of 20, so I was waiting for that to happen to beat you up. I warned him <laughs> before he came out, but um, where can people now, so we're going to go and find out about these prawns, so um, where can people find you, Nathan, what's your uh, handle?
1: So it's just Board of Lunch. You can find it on Instagram and Facebook and TikTok, and then at the end of this year, I'm working um, with the most incredible Publisher to bring out the board of lunch cookbook and I cannot Woo, wait to share with you good all. Um, so cookbook. Yeah, gotta get that in there. So, um, yeah, so follow the socials and stuff, and you know, even drop me a message. And you know, it's it's so nice to see so many people here today with like-minded vision of of trying to grow your business online. And Caroline, you're phenomenal on this podcast <laughs> and getting this community together. You're a credit and well done.
0: Thank you, thank you for being here. As always, thank you so much for joining me on the Dig Podcast. It's my absolute privilege to speak to thousands of you each week. If you want to connect and become part of the Dig community, then follow Dig for Success on social media or sign up to our email list on digforsuccess.com. Until next week, just remember, this is your time to drive your business forward.